Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is Marty Shupak. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. I'm joined by Ray Clifford. He's in California. We're recording this on uh, Sunday, October 24th. It's five o'clock Eastern time. The Jets just got killed by the uh, New England Patriots, 54-13. Ray, how you doing? Or shouldn't I ask? Uh, not as... Uh... Not as good as I had hoped, and I wasn't even expecting a win, but that was even worse than losing. That was just complete destruction. Um, right. So. Let me give a, my 30-second commentary, and then you could. Zach Wilson went out with a knee injury. Preliminary is that it's not serious. They're doing an MRI. Somebody said that they think he's going to miss some time, which is truly unfortunate. The Jets lost 54-13, and um, I, I just – a couple of things. Um, I thought that coming off a of bye week and everything that we heard from the coach, some of the players, everything else, that they were going to be prepared, this, that, whatever. They, they were going to incorporate Elijah Moore in the offense. And for them to put – this display on both offensively and defensively is incredibly embarrassing. And it just goes into Belichick. He loved it because he loved running the score up in the fourth quarter. And I'll, get, and I'll get to him in a second, Ray, and then I'll hear your response. But the Jets are 32nd in the league in on the first play they get from scrimmage doing a run. And of course, coming off a of bye week and our offensive coordinator, Michael Ford, telling us that he's going to have things scripted, 24 plays. What does he do in the first play? He runs. So, of course, we go three and out. We don't score in the first quarter. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Even This is after I gave, gave him a higher grade, Ray, than I normally would have thought to give him that I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because of the drops and everything. I think that this guy, he may be over his head. Okay. Now we're we talking Zach or are we talking? No, no, Lafleur? we're talking Mike LaFleur. Okay. Now, as far as Zach Wilson, I want to get to that. Whenever you go up into uh, new England, you're not playing 11 players. You're playing 15. And the reason I say that, cause you're not going to get any calls in your favor, any borderline calls from the referees or the umpires. There was a play on the sidelines where they submarine our rookie quarterback, and it should have been 15 yards. Two plays later, he goes out. And the reason I'm saying that is because all you Jet fans and Ray and I witness, when they played in London, Quincy Williams could not stop his momentum the second that uh, Ryan let go of the ball, and they call him for roughing the passer. It's just totally embarrassing. And then this coach on the other side, Bill Belichick, who really, he's an unbelievable football coach, but you don't want any of your kids to have the character of this guy. He's running up the score, and one thing Robert Sala was asked at in the press conference, he said he had no problem with that. But Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is one of the most unclassiest guys I've ever seen in my life. 
doing that, smirking, this, that, whatever. I hope and I pray that there is a day where we could do the same thing to him because it was it, that was disgraceful. He's passing in the fourth quarter with the Brian Hoyer, the backup quarterback, and it was just pathetic. And listen, I'm not letting the Jets off the hook. They were a disgrace. They were disgraced offensively. They were disgraced defensively. They were outcoached. And it really, they, it has to be a wake-up call for our coach. And I think he's going to learn from this. And he's going to see that the 32 coaches in the league, it's not just a good old boys club that they got the job. They're out to stick that spike in the heart, not once, not twice, but they're going to keep hammering that spike in the heart, running up the score, trying to teach you a lesson this way, that way, whatever. I am just beside myself, Ray. I just, you have no idea how I feel. It's just unbelievable the feeling I have to go for this team. And I'm sick and tired every year of looking forward to the NFL draft in April as early as September. And that's what we're going to be doing again this year too. It's just sickening. I can't stand it. Joe Douglas, who's done an okay job drafting, did a terrible job with the backup quarterback situation. Jet fans, do not get um, – don't put blinders on when you see that uh, the backup quarterback, Mike White, moved the team a little bit. He did. He saw the field pretty well. But this guy, he floats the ball. He had two interceptions. He's, he's, he's going to be an interception machine. So, Ray, I want to hear your, your remarks. My blood, blood pressure is steaming. You have no idea what I'm feeling right now. It's just unbelievable. Go ahead, Ray. Well, first, I think any coach would say the same thing, that they don't have a problem with them running up the score because if we, you don't want them to score, then stop them. And that is the truth. But as much as all the Patriots were celebrating on the sideline after every touchdown, it was like they were in the Super Bowl winning it all. Hey. You're, you're crushing a team. Mac Jones is, is a rookie. So if he doesn't have a whole lot of class, I'm, o- I'm okay with that to a point. But if I'm Robert Sala, I say what he said in the, uh, in the press conference too. But in, in my mind, I'm putting this one, you know, in the back of my mind for future use. And, um, and if I get the chance, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm not going to, be throwing bombs, but I'm going to keep running our offense till there's like three minutes left in the game. And, and I'm going to try and put up a 50 spot and, uh, and I'm not going to sit there and celebrate either, but I, that's one of the few times I've ever seen Belichick smiling on the sideline before the end of a game. That isn't the super bowl that they've won. Uh, so obviously he was enjoying himself. That's fine. They aren't that good this year either. I mean, uh, they aren't making the playoffs. I'd put money on it right now that they won't make the playoffs, even with the expanded playoffs. I don't think they're a playoff team. Mac Jones, ah, he's fine for what he does. He threw for 300 yards, but I think he threw for about 60 yards in the air. And the rest of it was jet guys not covering and guys wide open running free after they catch the pass. Uh, A couple of them were literally one yard passes. Um, So Mac Jones still doesn't impress me. I don't think he's, you know, anything special at this point in time, but he fits that system well. Um, as far as uh, running up the score, yeah, 
that that not real classy, but that's Belichick when it comes to the Jets. I don't think he does that against would have done that to any other team except the Jets. But that's fine, you know. But if I'm Robert Sell, I keep that in mind. Michael Four, uh, his grade from me goes down and down and down every time I watch him. I, I said, I think we talked about it last, uh, you know, the last podcast that this is a, an important game for him because if if he has as uh, bad a performance as a coordinator after having this week off, then Robert Sala has got to really start thinking about who's calling plays. Um, I don't put anything into Mike White's uh, performance. He came in and it was already 31 to, what, seven when he came in. So, you know, Belichick wasn't exactly blitzing him or anything. And, and so, yeah, he looked, he looked fine. But when teams are preparing for him, I don't think we're going to be all thrilled with Mike White. I mean, uh, th- and this, this uh, reflects on Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas did a horrible job again with bringing in a backup veteran quarterback for whatever reason, excuse he wants to give. We should have either re-signed Flacco or brought in one of these other guys. Hell, bring in McCown now, whatever you're going to do. But uh, if Zach's not out for the rest of the year, you better have somebody besides Josh Johnson on the, on the uh, field with the quarterback starting next week. Joe Douglas, I, I read an article that Joe Douglas did an outstanding job the last two years, you know, with the starting to rebuild our offensive line. Uh, our offensive line stinks, but it's played better. Vera Tucker's going to be good, and maybe we'll run the ball a little bit off the left side whenever Beckton gets back. I don't know if Fant's out for any, any length of time or not. At least Fant was serviceable. The, the minute he got in there, Adoga gave up. It was got caught for holding. First play. <laughs> so we have no depth. None. That's the other reason. If for no other reason, that's the other reason I wanted him to draft another lineman or two in the draft. It was just for depth. We need guys. And this is why. We had no backup quarterback, and it showed. We have no backup at linebacker, and that was the other thing on the defense. No tight end. Well, we, yeah, we traded away the tight end that wasn't any good anyway, so we had no tight end. But how important is Mosley? Because I, I have to believe that if he was on the field, our defense would have looked totally different. I think that has way more to do with it than, than any of these guys are, are really talking about. Mosley, this is no different than when he got hurt against Buffalo in game one two years ago. For three quarters, we looked good. He went out, and immediately Buffalo was moving the ball on us up and down the field. In the preseason when he didn't play and Sherwood was calling the, you know, calling the defensive plays, was it Philadelphia or whoever was moving all over us? I mean, it, it's unbelievable what a difference he makes when he's on the field. That being said, guys were missing tackles. Guys weren't even covering running backs and tight ends coming out off the line. I mean, they were catching the ball with room to run everywhere i mean it was it was scary bad how bad our defensive performance was and it was just i won't even say scary it was depressingly disappointing how our offense looked no different after two weeks off it looked absolutely no different at all i will say mike white looked a little more 
uh, in control in the pocket, but I don't know if that's a, a result again of being up 31 yeah. to seven and there wasn't much blitzing going on, but, um, uh, you know, they've got, they've got to get things going soon. I don't want to take anything away from Mike White. Look, he's a professional. He made it to the NFL. I, I think his ball floats. Yeah. Um, I'm not optimistic with the, him in there. Is he Luke Falk? No. He showed us more than Luke Falk. Uh, but let's, you know, let's see what happens. I mean, um, we got to get Zach back for any number of reasons, if not just for his uh, – progress you know just to, to get the reps and the, the thing that Ray said which I agree and that Joe Douglas missed on was the backup quarterback and a perfect case is this past Thursday night and I don't bet but I had I saw that the Cleveland Browns had no chance against Denver but give it to them Case Keenum he was a pretty good game manager and they pulled it out and that's what we needed, a guy like, you know, Case Keenum or whatever. And he just, he didn't come through, our, our general manager. And we're just, we're just looking. We had said, Ray, numerous times, we're not the type of team that could come back once we're down 10 nothing. No. We're, and we're not going to give out participation trophies because they played hard the second half. Um, like they, they? <laughs> well, they try. I, I mean, I'm more like right. the Atlanta game, you know, yeah. in in certain games when they play hard. Yeah, it, it's it's just a pathetic situation. It's just, and I'll tell you, you got Cincinnati coming in there. They're like one yeah, of the hottest teams yeah. in the league. They they don't have a shot to beat them. I don't see so, how we can. I don't see how we're gonna get uh, right. And, and, and if they give us a whooping, Ray, you're going to see the stands. You're going to be able to go to Jet Games for like $5 a ticket from StubHub. But uh, just a couple of things. Zach Wilson, before he went out, he was 6 for 10 for 51 yards. He didn't look anything special. But I just want to say, Ray, every once in a while, just like the, the Titan game, he'll make a pass. He flicked that ball to Ryan Griffin on the sideline. That was just a gorgeous pass. So, you know, every once in a while he does that, and you see that he's got that potential too. But it's just like every game, it's the same thing. It's like it's three and out, we're spinning our wheels, we're not getting anywhere. Um, well, go it's ahead. Not, you know, I'm fine with the, the off script flick of the wrist that does something. That's, that's great, but I need him to look good just running the offense, you know, within the parameters of the offense, not not because he's being chased out of the pocket and trying to create something. I want to see him drive the team down the field and, and make it look like our offense has some kind of a rhythm to it and, and that we've got something going and, and getting it, you know, getting it down the field and not on necessarily even on big plays, do it like, you know, the Patriots did today. Just, I don't care if you dink and dunk it, just get a drive, go down the field and look like you can, you know, run the offense. We, you know, all our, you know, all our big plays this year seem to have come off of more or less off script stuff with, with Zach. And then, uh, and I think I taught, well, I know I told you earlier in the, I don't know why they unveiled that end around to Elijah Moore when we're down 31 to seven. Why didn't you save that for next week against the Bengals in the first quarter, you know, somewhere where somebody might not be looking for it. Um, 
Right. So now you've just kind of said, okay, here's that. In a game, you know, there was no way we were coming back from that. Even though it, it looked like it might get close all of a sudden, we couldn't stop them. They punted once all day. Once. Meanwhile, um, the Patriots made a couple of nice flea flicker plays. Yeah, a couple. Which uh, they did well. And, and by the way, they Ray, tried like four, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spe speaking of that, um, I was switching back to the Giant game. Daniel Jones caught a pass for like 15 yards. He made a phenomenal catch on one of those flea flickers, which was, which was good. But um, I, I also want to say, too, that I'm really concerned because we're not establishing any sort of run game at all. And no. I'm, I'm one of these old-fashioned NFL fans that says when you establish a run game, that opens up everything else. And it, it's just not happening. You know, when you have a running back, like um, just so you know, Ray, uh, Card, Michael Carter, guess how many yards he rushed for today? Take you guess. 37. Right. Exactly. Was I? Yeah. That was a total guess. 11 <laughs> rushes for 37. <laughs> He had uh, one good run or one or two good runs. I think that was in the first half. But you, know, you know, it's funny. If you remember on our preview show, we did uh, one of the over-unders was like 79 and a half yards. And they weren't anywhere close to that. They just, I think they just broke 50. Just him or the team? No, the team. Remember? We did this well, team. How many did we have as a team? Uh, 37, 56, 62. Oh, okay. Well. So we, we, we uh, so we're off by like 17. 17 <laughs> yards. Um, I, you know, Ray, I'm going down the list. I don't see anyone really I want to point out who I thought was any good. I really, really, I mean. I don't know why Jamora was okay. I he thought, dropped the ball, though, That's Yeah, Lachimor okay. was okay. Yeah, dropped the ball. Okay, well. I'll say this. Denzel Mim almost made an incredible catch. And thank yeah. God they showed it. If he'd have caught it, they probably would have called him for offensive pass interference, but he did. He, at least for the ball. Did you see how high that guy gets and, up? Uh, Crowder made a couple of nice catches. I mean, our receivers did okay. I mean, they weren't horrible, but, you know, it's just, you know. We just, we just when you got to pick through a play here and a play there to – try and find some good things to do. <laughs> you didn't have a very good game. I mean, I can't say anything good about it. We had right. one good defensive play that I can remember. We Sean Phillips. Jones before made and made them punt once. El Short Phillips. He timed the yeah. uh, snap down correctly. One they probably said he was trying to run the ball, so they probably didn't even credit him with a sack. No, but, they did. They did. did they? Yeah, he was through yeah. there so fast. Yeah, he, was he like, actually was credited for two tackles for losses, so – you gotta okay. play, you gotta play that guy. I mean, hey. Bryce Hall was invisible. They took him out I of the game. Blake Cashman. <laughs> Blake Cashman, he went out with a groin ball. That guy he was for like, one play before getting hurt. He's like a, he's like a walking injured reserve list. But uh, I think uh, Nathan Shepard didn't have the penalty today, so so that's a good thing. No, I don't. Yeah, think but he was he on the field other than the? Uh, he was he made a, he made a tackle. Oh, okay. Marcus May. He missed some easy tackles. He missed a play in one of those screen passes. And by the way, Ray, mm -hmm. I, I wrote the article yesterday on the 24-hour uh, game plan, which I'm going to try to do every week. I said this game is going to be a screen pass, draw play clinic from Bill Belichick. And that is exactly what it turned out to be. Throwing the two flea flickers. And I'm telling you, I, again, I'm, I, I'm not 
trying to look for silver lining, but I really think if Robert Sala has it, what it takes to be a head coach, this is going to be a good experience for him. Just get uh -huh. your ass wiped. I think is a good experience, especially coming off that bye when they were so confident. That's all we heard yeah. like for the last three days, we right? Got you know it figured that? out. <laughs> yeah, had figured out. <laughs> and when they said that, we we figured out the problem there. I was like, okay, we're gonna know on this first drive. And I was like, I messaged you. <laughs> wow, how how different our offense looks. Right. <laughs> three and out. Now, right, I, mean, I went two bad know. runs in a sack. There was a good offense. I went out to uh, get bagels around 11 o'clock with my wife. And as we're driving, I'm listening to the radio. And then I yelled at an, a curse word. He goes, what's the matter? I said, ah, our best player, CJ Mosley's not playing. It just came through. We have no chance of winning. <laughs> Jamie and Sherwood is way over his head. Yeah. And, and, it and was, I'm not even saying he's a bad player. No, no. He's, but not, he's not ready to be the guy to run. He's not defense. ready. He's not ready. And it's too bad Blake Cashman can't stay on the field because I would have had him do it, but he can't do it. We have, we have big issues uh, in the linebacking position right now. I thought I heard Jared Davis is coming back, but then I guess he wasn't ready. But this, right, this is going to be a big problem. It really is. Yeah. And Bob was using on the, on the radio broadcast. Bob was using even – mentioned what Blake Cashman got hurt and he said he spent I think he said he spent 90% of his jet career oh it's on the injury list really he should give back some of his money and and the sad part is coming out of college he had a reputation for injured shoulders and I maintain um, that's what he had the first year what's a guy gets injured he gets he's injury prone I just certain players are like that untimely penalties kill us I mean why <laughs> Sheldon Rankins goes off sides on that either third or fourth and one. It's yeah. just mind blown. It always happens against the Patriots. I know hey, you don't. You're going to go off sides, though. Go ahead and blast the center while you're at it. That's fine with me. <laughs> and I got to have it. If you're going to go off, go off completely. Don't kind of jump a little bit. It was unbelievable because <laughs> uh, the Patriots' secondary was depleted and they had some more injuries as the game went on and they, they can't do anything. It's just well, perplexing when we play the Patriots. Um, how, if you how, can't run the ball and he's going to put an eight-man front, um, you better be able to throw it, and we couldn't do that. Um, and I don't know – and I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm wondering if our uh, our number one and, you know, well, Mims was in there later, but he never seems to be in there when the game matters. Um but I, I don't know if our number one receiver is good enough. And, uh, and I, I love Crowder, but I think if you want somebody dynamic, you got to get Elijah Moore into the slot. You have to do it. He Still showed us a little bit what he could do on that yeah. first. Yeah. Which was nice. So uh, I like. All right, Ray, I think we're going to close it out. Um, it's a rough way to end the week. It's tough if you have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, and I just want to say it was completely embarrassing. Embarrassing, again, for our offensive coordinator. I hope our head coach learns from it. I can't stand Bill Belichick. Another thing I want to say, Ray, the way the week was shaping up, you know the way there's an old saying, bad things come in threes? Well, the, yeah. the, um, the Knicks beat the Celtics in double overtime. 
the Red Sox were eliminated. I said, oh, great. Everything is trending with the Jets. <laughs> might upset. But uh -huh. the bad things that come in threes, I guess it started last week when the Patriots lost that overtime heartbreak to Dallas. So, yeah. But anyway. Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I would have uh, changed my a little bit of my over-under uh, numbers had I been sure that Mosley – I thought Mosley was going to play. I didn't even though I thought he was – even though he was – dinged up i thought he was going to get out there but as soon as i heard he wasn't playing i was like oh man i i'd uh i'd take back some of my predictions <laughs> believe me if he was wearing a patriot uniform he would have played he would have had about 15 tackles yeah. but he can't play with on that one leg yet. all right for ray clifford who's out in california and for marty shupak i'm in valley cottage new york for jets rewind and by the way check out our website. Uh, we're going to be putting up more articles and we're updating our depth chart and our roster every day. We have a real IT expert that does it. We pay him about $75 an hour, so he's right on it. So anyway, until next time, this has been JetsRewind.com. Oh.